0: Welcome to the Highland Football Weekly preview show with me Ian Ald. Football returned last weekend and Ross County kick-started their season with an impressive victory over Motherwell On today's podcast we'll look ahead to their next match, a trip to Hamilton Ackies And we'll do that in the company of Ross County Television co-commentator Stephen Cragan As well as chatting to Ackies midfielder and former Cali Thistle man Charlie Trafford but first, let's hear from the county camp and welcome onto the podcast Staggy's captain and friend of the podcast, Ian Vigers. Ian, uh, how are you? First of all, good to be back in action.
1: All good, yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, great to be back. We've uh, we've been waiting for this for a long time, and uh, it's finally came. And we got off to a great start on Monday. Um,
0: uh, with the three points and we just hope to continue that on uh, Saturday against Hamilton Yeah, it was a very impressive performance from you guys on, on Monday night watched the game on Sky like like pretty much everyone uh, connected with Ross County um, David De Gea was even an interested spectator on Sky Sports as well I believe very impressive you must have been uh, delighted at how you guys performed on Monday night to get those three points Yeah, very impressive uh... Very well, you know.
1: It was said. Uh, it was said. Uh, as I say, it was the first half. I think that really won us. Uh, won us the game. We came out. We came out strong in their faces. Put the fresh on a little bit. Had some good faces of play. Um, and uh, you know, we got the goal for the penalty. Second half, we kind of fell off a little bit. You know, rode our luck in times. But I think, in all in all, I think we were worth the three points. So it was, a, it was a good solid start for us with against a team that are mentally,
0: you know, for a lot of pundits favourites to finish best of the rest. Yeah, I was going to say Motherwell finished third last year. Um, they've had a lot of rave reviews from the press about the way they play. But I thought that, um, you know, County did very well to to impose their own game, but also keep a side like you say that have been heavily tipped to finish well this year uh, extremely quiet.
1: Yeah. Uh... I think the keys to one of that was our start, and we did. I think we caught them a little bit cold, and, uh, you know, we were we were right at it. Uh, a lot of the boys, you know, showing their fitness throughout the 90 minutes, I think that was key, you know, coming back early and that um, in early June, and that's down to the club, uh, getting everything in place as in testing and, you know, being able to to get back training early was uh, all down to
0: the club uh, organisation um, in the the weeks leading up to it. There was a lot of brilliant individual performances on, on Monday night as well. There was a lot of uh, rave reviews for a lot of county lads as well. Uh, Ross Stewart caught the eye for many. You'll know all about him, having been a teammate for him for the last couple of seasons. But he's, uh, you know, he obviously has penalty won the game for county. But he looks... Uh, to have improved on last year and he's come back even better after a, a long kind of pre-season if you like
1: yeah well I'm not going to bum him up too much because I don't want him to get a move <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I'm just going to say he's done very well for us uh, lately and uh, he had another very good game on Monday and he's going to be a big player for us and that's all I'm going to say about him
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you'll be like, uh, like everyone I, I'm sure you'll be When's the transfer window closes? October, I think they've moved it back to. I think that. Um... Well, I'm hoping
1: it's closing very soon because actually, I, I'm. Uh, I kid you not that one of my first thoughts after the game was, "Oh no, that was on Sky Sports. Everyone's going to see it, and he's had a great game." Uh, so, I was. I'm just hoping and praying that we manage to keep him to at least January, um, and I'm hoping that he's not listening to this because then he'll know.
0: I think he's a good player. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did, He did, he, did, he put in a great shift on on Monday nights. Oh, was someone who um, also caught the eye as well. Um, I mean, many people outside of you know of Ross County will have been surprised to see the name of Josh Reed on the team sheet. Um, but he's someone you know, eighteen years old. He came in for his debut, and I think yeah. you know the highest compliment you can pay to him is the lad Jake Hasty come off. Because he couldn't get, he couldn't make an impact on the game at all for Motherwell. Uh, Motherwell had to really change things. He had a really good performance. That must have pleased you as well, seeing that a young lad come in and do so well.
1: Yeah, well, we we all know what he's, he brings to the table, so we weren't surprised, obviously, by him starting because well, we've all seen him the last couple of seasons. Uh,
2: mm.
1: You know, develop, and we weren't surprised with how he performed again on Monday uh, because we know what a talent he is and. He showed that, and uh, as you said, you know he, he had the boy Hastings back pocket. Uh, he was a little bit, obviously a little bit leggy when Seedorf came on. Where you know it's not always great to get to about 70-80 minutes, and then a road runner comes on. So, but even then, he still did absolutely uh, brilliant. And I thought, for for me, I thought he was my man in the match. Uh, yeah. For I know obviously Ross Stewart was unbelievable, but for just for his age his debut you know with two players they had to deal with on the night I thought he was absolutely
0: fantastic Fans always like to see you know youngsters come through you know progress from the the youth academy but I think they like it even more when it's a when it's a local lad um, Dingwall uh, academy pupil as well you know so there's a real good connection there and, and, and County have a history of bringing through their own you know uh, youth products as well but even even more so that you know he's a Dingwall lad, local lad, Ross County man, and it's uh, brilliant to see the young lad getting there.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, people always want to see the, you know, the local players and the um, doing really well and coming through the youth and county, as you said, have always said, uh, and also in Burnett have always be, uh, done that, mm-hmm. and it's 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 really good for to Josh to come through and to play his debut uh, on Monday and to have a really good game and, and just show everyone that, you know, you still get a load of talent up here and, uh, you know, everyone was absolutely buzzing for him uh, on uh, Monday night.
0: Now, as we mentioned at the start there, when we introduced you, we, you're now known as Ross County Club Captain Ian Vigers. You were handed the captain's armband uh, just before the start of the season by, by Stuart Kettlewell. I'm assuming it's a very proud moment for you to to captain Ross County.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great honour. Uh, you know, and, you know, I'm really, yeah, as I say, a, a great honour for me and the family, um, to you know lead such a such a great club and an uh, important club to to me as well. Because as I said, they they <laughs> they more or less pulled me off the scrap heap when it. Uh, the first time around when I was 21-22 after leaving in Brunei. So mm-hmm. they've always uh, always had a close uh, bond with Ross County and to be handed the captaincy was uh, was uh a great honor for me and the me and my family.
0: Now I've watched you over the over the years playing for both Ross County and, and Cali Thistle and I know, you know, the kind of player you are on the field. What's Ian Vigers like as a as a captain? Is he different from, you know, perhaps you know the Ian Vigers of a few years ago?
1: uh i think i'm going to have to you know you know rein it in a little bit on the pitch because um uh, uh, that's you know i need to lead by example but um i, I think i'm I, I don't think i need to change too much um to be honest you know i think obviously people might say my discipline but you know i'll pick up a yellow card here and there but you know i've never been one to get too many red cards. I got two in one season for Inverness, but there were there were there were four yellow cards, two in each game, and uh, you know each of each of them was actually um, uh, said that they weren't actually yellow cards from uh, the boy uh, from the SFA. So you know, um, I, as I said, as you said, I've always worn my, you know, played with my, you know, played uh, with everything. Out there, you know, I wouldn't hold back, and uh, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore. uh Do that just because I'm captain, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and lead by example. I'm going to try and encourage uh, the boys about men. Uh, you know, I think, I think I've always done that anyway, either whether I've had the, the armband or not. It's just the only difference is now is that I've got, you know, uh, slightly different, um, uh, you know responsibility off the pitch as as well as on the pitch and I'm going to do that to the best of my ability Um, and, you know, hopefully we just, you know, I can, you know, help help uh, other boys, uh, you know, kick on and, you know, inspire to do as well in the game as, uh, you know, a lot of
0: others have. Just uh, finally, Ian, looking ahead to this weekend, you're away to Hamilton, of course, they're on the back of a a heavy opening day defeat, five one away to Celtic. Um, what are you expecting from Hamilton? It's the old cliche. They'll be looking to, to bounce back after that opening day defeat. Yeah, I watched
1: that game and uh, I actually thought they played. Uh, I actually thought they played very well against the Celtic. You know, it's hard to you know pick the bones of any team that are playing against Celtic to be honest, because they're that that far ahead of everyone. Um, but I thought they they showed a lot of. Uh, Great determination, you know they, they create some good chances. Uh, they've got some, you know, young players in there, so they've got a lot of legs. So you know what you're going to get from Hamilton. It's going to be a hard, um, hard uh, game, and they're going to push all the way. And we know exactly what to expect from them. But we we know if we are on our A game, and we have to be like we were on Monday, and not underestimate anyone. And uh, we know we can get a result.
0: Ian, thanks very much for your time, but i to speak to you again. All the very best on on Saturday um, at Hamilton and all the thanks very nice. best for the season ahead.
1: Cheers. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Well, one man that Ian Vigers will know all about on Saturday is his former Cali Thistle teammate, Charlie Trafford, who's now an Aki after signing on at the Douglas Park in the summer. And Charlie joins us on the podcast now. Charlie, first of all, you're now based in, in Glasgow. Yeah you missing the highlands. Um yeah part of me for sure. I'm excited
2: for this for this obviously opportunity moving up and this is why one of my big goals or whatever coming to, into Scotland so I'm excited about the move and and that in Glasgow's brilliant. I'm living right in the city center so um, I'm really enjoying that and my football here but at the same time you know you're, the highlands is brilliant. You know people until you move there you don't appreciate it I think you know and so it's I definitely miss it and we had a tremendous group and team spirit and stuff like that so it's it's something definitely and that you don't get
0: at all football clubs so um, definitely missing it up there. In terms of you, you mentioned uh, your own goals is obviously to to play at the highest level and possible in the country and you're, you're doing that with Hamilton at the moment. It was interesting I was speaking to uh, one of your former teammates Carl Tremarco last season who you might come up against this weekend of course um, and we were talking about his departure from Cali Thistle and he would have loved to have played Premiership football this season with with them. You guys, obviously, last season were, were you know doing very well, heading for the playoffs before you know everything struck. You're now playing Premiership football, of course, and that, as you say, was an ambition last year. But now you're 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 realising that ambition with Hamilton. But looking ahead to, you know, I'm I'm assured a, a very um, you know you're looking forward to a, a good spell with them.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think I definitely agree with, with Chamarco there. You know, it's, we had a a special group there, a fantastic group and everything. And when I, when I joined the club there, that was one of my big ambitions was actually to get the club up into the premiership. That would have been like one of the ideal ways to, to get myself into the, into the top flight. But, um, you know, for it, obviously it's a bit disappointing the way the season came to an end and all that. So it's a bit frustrating. But yeah, then at the end of the day, I'm excited to, to get myself into here and, and, and get going, so I'm definitely excited, and it's uh, it's an exciting group here, and I've worked with the gaffer, so it's it's something I, I know him well, and what he expects, and what he wants out of me, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to get going here.
0: Yeah, I was just about to mention uh, Brian Rice, Chipper himself, you worked with him at, at Cali Thistle, now at Hamilton, he is, you know, I've heard a lot of stories about Chipper, and you know, all good things, he's a, a brilliant coach, and from the outside looking in, seems to be doing a fantastic job at Hamilton.
2: Yeah, you can see he's obsessed with the game. He's so passionate, and he just tries to translate that to the players. You know, I think I'm not sure if you were watching the the county game on, the, yes. on Monday, but they they scan to him, and he's up there in the, in the crowd. You know, so even after a tough loss for you know, some weekend on Sunday, he's straight up the road and up and back. You know, and back to training on Monday morning, and and that. So you can he definitely. Passes that enthusiasm on, you know, so it's brilliant and it's contagious and that, and so we we have a group like that, a young group at Hamilton, and, and that and so all the boys buzz off that and get going, you know, so it's it's brilliant. It's great working with him.
0: I thought it was very interesting because I was because I saw on Twitter there was a lot of people uh, criticizing uh, Brian Rice actually when the, when the camera panned to him, and a lot of people were saying, "Do you know the games on television?" But I th- I don't think they understand uh, Chipper's passion there. He, you know, will quite often. Travel the length and breadth of the country to, you know, to watch a team in person, and that you know, as you say, his passion comes across, on the training all in the training pitch every morning.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like again, I think I do agree. You need to be careful in these times and all that, and all the rules set. And as long as he's following those, then, you know, I think it is drastically different watching a game live than on TV. You know, mm-hmm. you see a lot of stuff off the camera. You see boys' reactions. You see how they're moving. You see how they're moving after the plays developing and. Once the camera pans away, so I think for him to go out and get the detailed analysis, you know, that's a get yeah, a much deeper vision of the game like that. So I definitely, if you have any chance to watch a game live, you're taking that over watching it on the telly any day. So
0: you mentioned there the the start you guys had at the weekend. It was obviously a, a tough one for you, never an easy place to go on the well, the best of times. Never mind the opening day of the season. Um, how do you reflect on the the defeat to Celtic the weekend? Because in the early stages you guys look pretty good.
2: Yeah, like you said, I think it's a tough play, especially on opening day, you know, they I think they beat St. Johnson maybe 7-0 last mm-hmm. year, you know, so I think it's not a game that we can judge ourselves on or let it deflate us, you know, it's, um, we we knew it was going to be tough, obviously, regardless, you go in there with knowing it's going to be yeah. tough and then you come up after losing 5-1 and, you know, you're, you can't accept that and and that. And so, obviously, the last two days in training, we've watched a lot of video on it, and we know we need to improve on in areas we can get better. Um, yeah, like you said, it's a tough tough spot to go, but at the same time, you know, we're we're just getting going, and now we're going to kind of build on that and take the positives from that. And like you said, we had chances in the game. We we definitely we tried not to just sit back and you know defend with six in the back or whatever and sit. So we played two up front, and and we created a handful of chances. We went and scored. So. Um, Chipper's been trying to say that all week kind of you know, look at the positives from it and, and, and we build on that and we go from there and we just try to keep getting better every week
0: Ross County on Saturday at home for you guys as well um, I'm not too sure if home or away advantage really counts anymore with no fans in the ground but at the same time you know that's a game that you guys will be I'm sure uh, aiming to, you know, to get off the mark if you like and get those first three points you'll see that as a real opportunity on Saturday
2: Yeah for sure again it's in our stadium it's on the Astro, which is different for them, they they have to travel down quite a long way. So um, we'll take any advantages you can get, you know. But at the same time, yeah, we're definitely looking at it um, that every team in this league can beat everyone, you know. So it's it's an exciting kind of league like that, and and that. And so we're gonna we're definitely gonna try to go in with lots of confidence and optimism, and uh, and go and do it. Obviously, they're coming off a big win, so they'll be flying, and and we know how they are. So they're always a tough team to play against, and. They've got that Highlands kind of unity, you know. We had it the same in Inverness. You know, you get that from up there when all the boys are up living in a small area together and you end up around them all the time and, and stuff. So we know it'll be a tough game for sure but, yeah, the same, like you said, we're looking for... We need three points and get the season going and get us get us kicking on. So it's important for us, for sure.
0: And as I mentioned at the start there, we, we spoke to Ian Vigers just um, earlier on in the podcast. Someone who you played with at Cali Thistle. There's a few... You know, ex-teammates of yours in the, in the ranks at county with Tremarco and Donaldson, for a, for example. Um, but I'm sure you'll know all about these these guys. You've come up against Ross County in the last couple of seasons as well. You you know their qualities.
2: Uh, for sure. I'm not sure if it was just the camera, but Vigers looks like he's gotten slower again. But
0: maybe just the camera. <laughs> <on> the <TV. laughs>
2: just, I'm sure he'll love that. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but uh, no, you know, it's a class group of boys. You know, yeah. and I had a brilliant time playing with them and. And yeah, I think there's some top top players and, and that, and that's why they're there. That's why they're up in the Premiership. And you know, the Vigors, Paul Donaldson, Tremarko up there, you know, and quite a, a few other boys who've gone across the bridge. But so, so we, yeah, exactly. I know their qualities, and so we're definitely not going in thinking it's gonna there's going to be easy games or anything like that. And we'll happily take underdog <clears throat> kind of position if we need. But we're gonna we always it's a Exciting club, like I said, we fight and we have that enthusiasm that trickles down from the top. So, um, we'll definitely, um, we've, we've tried to watch them this week and, and see their strengths in that, but we're, we know what we're expecting. But we'll go out there and we'll definitely fight this weekend. So, it we should be exciting.
0: Now, obviously, Charlie, you're looking forward to your spell at Hamilton and you know, you're very early stages of your, your Hamilton career, but we touched on it at the very start then about leaving the Highlands and moving to Glasgow. How do you reflect on your your three seasons with Embrace Cali Thistle? Because I'm assuming that you know you had a ball up there. Yeah, like I said, it's a fantastic group of incredible people that you know
2: I'll, I'll kind of never forget. about a house there, so it, I made it. It really felt like home to me. So um, it's definitely kind of a special place, and kind of kicked my career back on again after I had a couple a tough year or two. Um, but Obviously, there's loads of ups and downs in that, but we won a cup, we went to the Scottish Cup semi-final, and mm-hmm. then the quarter-final the following season, um, so yeah, brilliant at the end of it, you know, it's it's a fantastic place, it's the club, and it's kind of why the club does so well, you know, in such a short history, they, they've they they've done some special things, you know, that other clubs have never, have not done, there, especially in that short of time, so um, I've got nothing but good things to say about it and, and that, but now I, I kind of move on and I'm I'm on to that next step of my career and I need to to make sure that I, I can back up some performances in the Premiership and, and get settled here as quickly as I can and, and hopefully get the team and start helping the boys out and getting results done here.
0: Absolutely Charlie uh, we, we thank you for your time uh, talking to us on the podcast we wish you all the best with uh, Hamilton this season I'm, you know, um, I've got a lot of time for, for Brian Rice and I always like to see Brian Brian do well and look out for the results but we wish you all the, all the best for the season ahead. Thank you so much, appreciate it, nice having me on Well Ross County had four debutants on the pitch on Monday and making their Ross County television debuts were Rory Hamilton who we spoke to on the podcast last week and on co-commentary duties Northern Ireland international Stephen Cragan who I'm very pleased to see joins us on the line now Stephen a very good evening to you Good evening Ian. Stephen I'm very sure that you were impressed with uh, Stuart kettlebells men you were at the game. You were at the Global Energy Stadium on Monday. Very impressed with Ross County against your former club Motherwell.
3: Yeah, it was indeed. It was. I was impressed with the setup, with the structure of the team. You know, and considering they haven't played for about four and a half months, discipline of the team, particularly second half when they were on the back foot, they were under the a little bit of pressure. You know, it's. Uh, Resilience sometimes is hard to find within the team. Um, but I felt as if the second half in particular they showed a lot of resilience. You know, they defended numbers they worked manfully to try and keep Motherwell at bay. who naturally had a good season last season. And I think then, you know, looking at the first half of the energy they showed, you know, they haven't had a lot of minutes in pre season due to uh, a number of games being called off. So I think all in all, good night on round for Ross County, good night for Stuart who I've been speaking to him over the last week or so I've been up there and made a game of golf last week as well so it was
0: nice to see that he got his rewards for his hard work We talked to Ian Vigors uh, earlier on the podcast and the Ross County captain was playing down um, his uh, star striker just one of many uh, impressive performances uh, performers even for Ross County on Monday night Uh, and he was talking him down only because he wants him to stay but the game was live on Sky Sports and he, he got a a fair, uh, fair reaction. Got uh, man of the match as well. How crucial is is Ross Stewart to the uh, to the Ross County side? Not only goals, but his work rate was uh, was picked up on as well.
3: Yeah, it was. I think it was all around game. You know, his his maturity with you know getting in and helping young Josh Reid, who at times was was under the cross with Jake the first half and with. Sherwin Seedorf in the second half so sometimes it's easy as a forward or a, or a wide player just to leave your own fullback to it and let him deal with his own problems but you know continually throughout the game he was back doubling up trying to trying to help him out as best possible he was winning headers in his own box he was clearing balls. he was making tackles he actually nutmegged I think someone uh in the far side in the left back area which probably you know I'm sure <laughs> wouldn't want to happen too often but you know when you are a smaller club and you you know you want success everyone has to play their part you know he'll get the glory for scoring the goals and scoring the winning penalty but i think you know when you analyze his game a little bit deeper it probably sums ross county up on the night. you know the work rate the energy the effort um you know and what it meant to get three points so yeah listen he's very impressive no doubt about it there will be people looking at him i'm sure right up until the window shuts in october if he doesn't go before that you know but you know fingers crossed for ross county and for and for Stuart Kettlewell, that his best player or his main player can remain at the club
0: Stuart Kettlewell mentioned fairly quickly in his post-match interview on Monday night he, he mentioned the word clean sheet he was obviously delighted uh, to to keep a clean sheet in the first game of the season a very, I mentioned at the very start there that there was four deputants on the pitch on Monday night three of them were in the back four as well how important is it of course you know, keeping clean sheets is the name of the game but also Keeping one as a as a unit that was only put together, if you like, in the in the last couple of weeks and you mentioned there Josh Reed, a youngster, and in, in the process too.
3: Yes, absolutely. You know, if you want to win football games, you know, it's common knowledge and you know, it's, it's it's the obvious thing. You have to keep playing sheets. You have to be able to defend well and it's not just the back four. You know, we're talking about Ross Stewart doubling up and working back and we are gonna have to do it as well at times. You know, Ian Vagas actually was even making tackles and winning headers, which Mm is, uh, I think, unheard of, isn't it? You know, (laughs) Aime's not only a ball player, so everyone played their part, there's no doubt about it. So, but, you know, I think Stuart would have had, you know, aims and targets for the season. I think you always try and look at the season before to see how can you improve. You know, they only scored, I think, 29 goals in the league campaign. So that's an area when you look at the front four um, players that they have, you know, goal scores that you know has to improve i think defensively they conceded 60 goals which was the worst in the league so you know those two targets right away if you improve on you know slowly but surely that should see you climb the league it should give you a better opportunity of you know potentially pushing for top six so it's always nice to start off with a clean sheet just to convince your defenders that you know they're doing things right that the unit is working so no surprise he brought in three new defenders you know that was quite clear from last season they had to tighten up in that area Again, yeah, look at the likes of Liam Fontaine and Callum Morris, Keith Watson, still the mm-hmm. potential to get in at Marco. And there's a back for itself. Yeah. Putting pressure you know, putting pressure on people. So if you don't do your job or you don't get your clean sheets, there's plenty of competition for places. But um, you know she will be delighted to do, there's no doubt about it.
0: We just uh, we just spoke to Charlie Trafford there, um on the podcast, of course, Hamilton the midfielder, formerly of, of Cali Thistle. What or who, rather are the, the real dangers for Ross County at Hamilton this weekend.
3: Well some people say the immediate danger is to pitch. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> Hamilton are you know used to playing on it, they train on it every day. So you kinda of think those things wear off after, you know, four or five seasons of continually playing on the four G pitches. So you know, I don't think that'll be an issue for Stuart and his players. But I think you look at Hamilton as an attacking threat. You know, like David Moyle, uh Marius Ockenpool is uh, you know a target man they've got goals between them to pace to a physical presence but Hamilton have gone quite young this year even young Andrew Winter you know uh, the uh, son of former referee Brian Winter you yes. know, has got good pace and good energy uh, young Jack Hamilton at the back uh, is still making his way in the game so there's no doubt it will be a, a tough game for for Ross County but you know based on the performance on Monday night Stuart will just be thinking if we can replicate which is easier said than done replicate a lot of the 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 uh, the principles from the game, then they'll feel as if they have a chance of winning the game. Hamilton actually be, could beat against Celtic, could beat heavily. It can happen. So, Brian Rice will be looking for his side to bounce back. So, you know, it's a it's an intriguing game of of a team who are coming into it full of confidence, having won, and another one who are searching for that first victory. So, it should be a good game.
0: It's great to talk about football again after what's um, been a, a real troublesome last couple of months for everyone concerned. The opening day, of course, it was brilliant to have Scottish football back and, and talking about Scottish football, watching Scottish football. Who caught your eye in terms of players, teams on the the opening weekend?
3: Well, it's hard, you know, not to stray away from the uh, from the goal scores, you know. There's no doubt about it. Od- Edward is a huge threat, isn't yeah. he? You know, he's, he's he's a wonderful individual footballer over the last kind of 18 months. He's really grown into that role as a as a Celtic number nine and is their main kind of threat in games. Ryan Kent, who's had a brilliant pre-season for Rangers, I felt stood out against Aberdeen. And Martin Boyle, who, you know, is playing in his favourite position, I think it is, as a centre forward, got two goals against Colt Marner. So, you know, there's lots of positives, lots of good things to talk about. You know, people are quite happy to knock our game. But uh, Scottish football's alive and kicking. We're enjoying ourselves, you know. I don't think the the clubs and the players can wait until they get supporters back in the ground when it's safe to do so. And uh, our product is certainly on the way up, and let's hope that continues.
0: Absolutely, it's fantastic to have Scottish football back, regardless of what uh, Jamie O'Hara uh, thinks of it. Uh, Stephen, thanks very much for your time, and uh, all the very best for the, the the season ahead. Of course, you're involved with Ross County Television, and we we wish you all the best for the for the season.
3: Thank you very much, Ian.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's Highland Football Weekly preview show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's at Highland Weekly or like us on Facebook, HFW Podcast.